podcast about people making the world a better place. Welcome everyone to uh, episode 2,000, 2,028, Aardvark interviews. We have a sensational guest tonight. We may have another guest uh, calling us from his latest vampire movie that he's an actor, dear friend of mine, uh, Christopher, later on in the show. Uh, right now we have Cooper J. This is Aardvark interviews we meet here every weekly to discuss the ills of the world and uh, to make the world a better place through laughter and just abject ignorance. I'd like to welcome Kellyanne, the Canadian goose goddess, uh, Dr. Jose, our esteemed sociologist who will uh, tell us about things, uh, you know, violence and horror, how these affect the children, like myself. We got Cooper J, who's a, fa uh, a famed director, a horror director himself, And he's been on our panel before. In fact, he's our in-house movie reviewer. If Cooper J says go see the film, you probably should go see it. You know, uh, if I say go see the film, just hide the children or something. I don't know. Uh, Kellyanne, what's the name of the production company? We'll try some. Hello, hooray! Okay, and what's the name of the show? Hardwork interviews. <laughs> We went backwards there. <laughs> What's the name of the Patreon account? Um, Aardvark Interviews. Yeah, it's written right on the thing. Yeah, there. I know. <laughs> And what's the name of the Patreon account for the production company? Hello, Hooray Live. And what's the name of the producer? Teddy. Yeah, that was a little pause. Dr. Jose, how are you? I'm doing pretty okay. I'm hanging in there. I'm glad, could, I'm glad you could call in on the show today. Uh, are you in New York or are you in Chile? Because I heard you were just giving a speech in Chile on native tribes, violence, and how we can help each other out. Is that How did that go? It wound up pretty good. Uh, you know, the, the, the general subject matter was I parked my, part, my car at the airport and then somebody took the airport. But besides that, I'm wow. still hanging in there. Wow, really cool. They took the airport? Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I'll tell you about it later. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's almost like a metaphor. <laughs> You're scaring me now. Metaphor. <laughs> That's an airport I'm not going to go to. All right, I asked Kellyanne before the show if she knew who David Cronenberg is, and what was your answer, Kelly? Of course, I do. <laughs> he's Canadian, right? Yeah, I heard he's. I mean, yes, he's Canadian. So we all, all Canadians know each other, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, well, that's not exactly what Kellyanne said before the show. <laughs> But uh, Cooper J, you viewed this film yesterday or the day before some shit. I'm in a time warp right now. What do you think? Uh, it was an absolute masterpiece. I really have not enjoyed a movie so much in quite some time. Okay, and it's called Crimes of the Future. Oh, yeah, everything about it is just perfect. Really? Really. That's why I told you to see it this weekend. Oh, are you typing? 
yeah. He's multitasking. He's multitasking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's give the fingers a rest. All right, uh, Cooper J. What did you like about the film? Um, I liked. Uh, it posed some very interesting questions, <clears throat> just around hu humanity's future. Um, it takes place somewhere in the future. Uh, Viggo Mortensen, uh, who's oh. been in Cronenberg's past few uh, few of his past right. films, uh, a, history, a history of violence, as I recall, and uh, Eastern Promises. Oh, he was in Eastern Promises. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're they're killing it as a duo. Uh, but it's, it takes place in the future where humans can no longer feel pain. Cool. Um, so there's a lot of uh, body parts getting chopped up because apparently sex is, uh, or surgery is the, the new sex in the future. Holy shit. Um, Viggo Mortensen like grows organs inside of him. Uh, at, and that's like, uh, that makes him an artist in the future. Um, there's a lot of questions about, uh, if, uh, if, I guess if you grow a new organ inside yourself, would you take it out because you think it's going to kill you? Or do you think it could potentially, if you let nature run its course, it could actually be something of value? Huh. What's that organ that we have that's pretty uh, practically useless? What is that called? Your appendix. Ah. Is that it? I don't know. I know it's useless. <laughs> all right. So, very intelligent panel we have uh, composed today. Uh, all right. I heard some criticism of this film because when I did my research, that it was pretty friggin' drastic, that it was pretty, pretty rough, if you know what I mean, to watch at times. Um, I, I know you like that, but to the regular person, who's not a horror auteur like yourself, somebody who just wants to see a movie, you know, they shouldn't bring the kids, right? No, but you should never bring a kid to a Cronenberg film. Um, I think a lot of his older stuff in the 80s was like beautifully done, but like kind of borderline exploitation, but still trippy. Uh, but now somehow he marriages the gross, like sick, exploitation but also as just like a phenomenal filmmaker and just the pacing the scenes the acting the storyline everything was just like so incredibly done and yeah it had some really gross out scenes um but that's that's what he does and it definitely does uh evoke emotions and and it makes you think okay but does this advance the plot yeah yeah, it does because it brings you into the into the world. Into I think one world. reviewer said that it draws you in at the most grotesque moments. So there must be something about the way he films it and and the way that the story is uh, is shared that that gets you, I guess, catches you unexpectedly at times. Is what I would assume, not having seen it. Yeah, definitely. There is a there's one scene where all of a sudden it flashes and some guys like sewn up. And he's got ears uh, sewn into him all over his body. And you think it's shocking. And then five minutes later, Viggo Mortensen and his artistic mind is like shitting on it. So it's actually kind of interesting in this future world where things that we find shocking 
than the artist in the modern day is is not. Okay, so has shock value really gone up? You know, I mean, is he just trying to gross out the gross out? No. Is he just doing this for some frivolous effect? Or is he trying to make a point? What do you think the point is, Cooper J? Uh, the point is, I don't know, because uh, it's really hard when you haven't watched the film, but it makes you think of, like, what is actually human. Like, if you're, if you're able to live off, like, eating cardboard and bricks, are you still, are you while there's no food in the world and people like regular humans are dying, like are you evolved or are you someone that should be killed because you're not a human? So these are people though. They're not robots or humanoids or... No, it tackles like the future of where like biohacking and like, I don't know, biohacking, software hacking shit um, and our own like genetics... Um, and the future of that and how that's going to merge and potential outcomes it could have. What do you think about this shit, Kellyanne? Are, are you into the, like, say you had like a few extra organs, which, you know, would help right now, the poor dear. She's been <laughs> kind of ill and she still comes to the show and she does everything. She's uh, learning how to fly a friggin' plane now, even though, you know, uh, she's been quite ill. You know, I commend you for that, Kellyanne. Do you think a couple of extra organs might help at this point? Yeah, a couple of extra organs would be absolutely wonderful. Um, I, I was just, that's what, it got me right when you talked about the organs. Um, like I know they say, uh, like they, there's so much with stem cell, uh, stem cell research and that, and, you know, potentially that we can start kind of growing our old, old organs and whatnot. I, I was just, I'm kind of curious, Joss, if you would be, one of those people that would have your a spare set of organs on the side. Um, yeah. I mean, if I could, I would, I would love to just download my brain into a robot and live that way. I don't really feel connected to any, any strictly human guidelines. If any, if anything can make me live longer, I'm down. Hmm. So you would rather have to be a robot? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would be fine if I could. Yeah, then I wouldn't have to sleep. I could stay up, never deteriorate. Wow. Yeah, you know what? That would be, uh, you know, I agree with you. I would much prefer to be a robot because uh, I, I sleep very little as it is too. Wow. And if I could get away with life with uh, not sleeping, that would be ideal. Ideal. Just maybe zone out once in a while. All right, so, uh, you know, the critics have been this way and that way about this film. Yeah. You know, I'm going to jump in about a thought I had, and that's that, you know, in, in general, I think surgery, put it this way, a lot of people have respect for surgery, if not fear about having surgery, about the outcome, about what's going to happen you know, how is it going to heal and so on. So the whole concept of using surgery as a, as a, a, a not a fear protocol, but 
just something that it gets under your skin and, and you come in almost predisposed to, to, to really go deeply into the senses that he's trying to get across to you. You know, the whole idea of like surgical violence. And I think in the movie, uh, he's basically considered a, a, a surgical performance artist where there are actually observers watching him do these things. And one little snippet I saw, I think his hand slips and he's got a scalpel in somebody's chest and he's, oh, sorry about that. But you know, you. I, I cringe because I imagined this, the, the scalpel being in my chest and then some that happening. So there's so many ways that that I think a lot of us can relate to the fear and 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 pain that we expect to come from surgery, that that it comes in and, and, and it basically grabs you before you have a chance to defend yourself. You know. But this uh, idea that they feel no pain does this minimize human living? The worth of life itself. No, I don't know. I actually thought the whole idea of like humans not being able to feel pain was like my least favorite part of the film. But the way they like tuck it in and use it as the foundation for like the rest of where the story goes, it, it works. Um, yeah. I, I would say that feeling pain and, 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 and discomfort. If, if we don't have that as a, as a safeguard against stuff, we get pretty crazy. I mean, you know, the whole idea of not putting your hand on the fire and, and, and how once you've touched the fire, you know about it, remember it, and you don't want to put your hand back there. Right. All those lessons, I think, are lost if you don't actually feel pain. It's a matter of, so, hell with it. Let me, let me just leave my hand in the fire. Let's see what happens. That scares the shit out of me. So, so if you can't feel pain, then what about, you know, boxing or... What Kellyanne likes to do at times is uh, is uh, the octagon. She used to be a cage fighter and tape her sh uh, her fights sometimes from uh, the arena and put them on TikTok. That's part of the reason she got banned too. But uh, very successful on t TikTok. But uh, so would this end cage fighting? Cage fighting would be so interesting. <laughs> I would love be it. Much bloodier. <laughs> Oh my god! Right. Do, is there violence? Do people yeah, so that's beat the thing. That's each other's ass? I, I, I yeah. wanted you to see this movie. Um, well, I want to see this movie. So, like for example, there's a scene where this woman is doing an art thing, just like uh, the doc uh, was talking about the performing art, and she cuts her face like totally open. Oh, geez. And she's saying this type of openness is beauty, and there a girl goes up to her and is like that like you're so inspiring i never thought that like you you just made me want to cut my own face open because it's so like freeing and like you make it look so sexy and it just it just makes you think totally different um about okay. how how you view beauty how you be how you view freedom being beautiful i mean she did look hot with her face and like when she had the confidence and shit, it was sexy i gotta say it was sexy that her face was. Yeah, she. I mean, she rocked it. It was. It was crazy. I mean, I almost felt inspired. I would never cut my face open, but it was that type of power when you see when you see artists like that and you see them flaunt something that you would never think was sexy, but they're acting like it is, and they kind of make you believe it with the shit that they say. Right. Do you, Do you think any of this could be a possibility in the future? Uh, yeah, I felt like I, I saw I was I saw a, a brief window into a possibility of what the future could be. 
All right, let me ask you, Dr. Jose, renowned sociologist, uh, retired. Um, what kind of future is this that my man Cooper J is talking about? What are the ramifications of this type of future? Are we de desensitizing ourselves? That's that's a that's a key word there. I think you know it's it it's a it's a, almost like an all bets are off kind of environment where, you know, there there is no there's no limit to what you can or can't do. I think that uh, you know one of the ideas that, that society in general is is getting closer and closer to is the fact that the norms are just out the window now. Um, there is no normal anymore. There's you know maybe if we're lucky there's still average, but uh, you know people people well let's face it people used to be constrained by a lot more in the past and i think that it gave people a sense of comfort and and safety you know it's like a child that is 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 controlled and and told the facts of life while they're growing up tend to have a more stable outlook on life and be more self-assertive and comfortable with life and if you if you let a child make too many decisions too early they wind up finding out that they've made mistakes, pay, pay, pay the price for those mistakes, and then become very tentative about how to live life. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm scared of a place where, well, put it this way, I think, luckily, I'm, I'm an old guy already. So I'm not going to have to worry too much about if life gets to that point. But, uh, I, I, you know, I, I do have a fear for our society in general, for the young ones, for those that are, you know, everybody's a victim today. So I'll, you know, I'll leave it at that without getting into too many tangents, you know. Kellyanne, you're very quiet today. What what the hell's going on? I was I was just thinking, wow, you know, um, you you about you saying you're you're, you're old and you're not going to have to live. Well, I'm going to be a robot, so I'm going to live through it all. <laughs> I already got it in my head. I got to figure out how I'm going to put my brain in some robot and just you know torment people <laughs> much longer. <laughs> well, I'm not kicking the bucket for a good time yet, but I'm just saying I'm not I'm not a a little child. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. so do people basically live forever in this? No, they don't. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the thing which what I'm confused is, um, okay, they don't feel pain in that. So are you saying like they're just taking, like you cut off an arm, you put another one on? Or does it regrow an arm? Like, oh. No, I think you would just bleed out. I don't, it's, it's interesting, like, how he creates this world and, like, there's rules in it and he just shows you enough that you totally understand and believe it. Like, some of this stuff where, like, Vigo's sitting in these beds and stuff, like, it just, like, that's a future bed software program that he hacked to like make it do what he wanted it to do. So like, there's a lot of, a lot of shit there that, that just builds the world, uh, and I don't really have answers to it, but it definitely is a lot of brain food if you were to watch it. So I don't know. I I, I really loved it. It was phenomenal. I don't like what's happening with the body, in particular, what's happening with my body. This is why I keep cutting it up. What do you think they'd find inside it? Outer space. Whoops. Sorry. Let us not be afraid to map the chaos inside. Let us create a map that 
will guide us into the heart of darkness. Oh, shit. It's right, very you, interesting. <laughs> let me ask you this, uh, Cooper J. And, and the panel itself. Do you think some people are aroused or this becomes some kind of erotic pleasure, this butchery? Yeah, uh, but they touch on that in the movie. So, definitely. Chris, Christopher Riley is on the set of a film. I think it's a vampire film or something. You know, Cooper J. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm on my way to it because uh, I had a lot of traffic. So, is it a vampire film? Okay, thank you. Uh, Christopher J. I think is playing the lead vampire. He's because he's got those. Uh, He's got a leading man's looks, and I, I got kind of radio face. So there's that. Um, Cooper J, out of 10 aardvarks, how many aardvarks would you give this movie? I would do 9 or 10. I, I really think all of, all of Cronenberg's latest films are 9s and 10s. He really just knows what he's doing. Wow. And the story is just so unique that it, it really felt like a merge of his early work and his new masterful technique of directing. Okay. Uh, didn't he do something in the 70s or 80s? I mean, he's had this project in his mind for a long time, I heard. This particular I, film. It sure feels like that. And it would make sense because it does have a lot of things that make me think of like Videodrome and Extensi um, from the from the eighties. What What do you most like about this film? Um, it was just uh, perfect. It took you to a different world. Uh, it really made you. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. So I think it's the questions that he raised. But the questions that he raised and the angle of approach that he took was just very, very different, very unique. I don't think anyone else could have come up with this story. Uh, and yeah, there's also on top of it, like crazy twists throughout the movie, like a lot of character development and like plot twists and shit you don't see coming. And he, it's just got everything. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll go. Did you see the movie with your your pet Will? Or maybe I'll go see it with Will. Uh, no, but he I I have made him watch Existenzi, and that blew his mind. So I think he would go with you. Existenzi? You mean existence, right? Existenzi, I think, is how it's pronounced. Okay, thank you. But um, we have a section of the show called Existenzi. Uh, Kellyanne's got the, uh, what is it called? Kellyanne's questions. I don't know if she's written anything down. I think her head's still in disguises. Poor dear's going under surgeries. And you know what? These surgeries, I don't think she likes them particularly as opposed to the movie. And the gratuitous violence that we're seeing in today's society. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Kellyanne, do you have any questions for our wonderful guest, Josh uh, Cooper J? We'll keep his uh, anonymity. 
Okay, Cooper J, or do I just call you J? Uh, either. Coop, Cooper either? J is cool. Yeah, either. Okay, Co okay Co Cooper J, I was just wondering if um, if they started selling um, organs on Amazon, would you would you purchase them? Um, or would you rather, or or would you rather harvest your, like you know, like grow your own organs? Oh, um, I think growing my own, but I would by the end of my life like to have like a taxidermy uh, collection. So if it was like organs and formaldehyde, I would buy that. But if it was like trying to harvest, probably would would want to do that myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> trying to stay with the theme. Um, what What is the weirdest way um, you've ever injured yourself? Uh, the weirdest way would probably just be from like sitting on the couch and all of a sudden just like twisting my back out or something. <laughs> Coughing uh, and then throwing out your back. <laughs> yeah, one of those uh, that you just didn't see coming. Uh, but for the most part... Oh, uh, rolling around in the grass, I got bit by a spider and had, like, a alien come out of my arm of, like, a giant pus ball, like, this big. That was one of the most painful things. Yeah, I got bit by something um, when I was, like, in my 20s when I was playing baseball, and, it like, it bit me on my thigh. It took over a year. I had all these different really weird reactions. And it was like a triangle bite on, on my leg. And like it went, it just, I, I'd get all these weird bumps and these weird rashes. And it took a year. I don't so know what it, bit me. So but it yeah, was like, so just, it, that just popped in my head when you said that. Something what, random, what, weird it thing. Was, it was a triangle shape. Do you think yeah. it was the Illuminati that bit you, Kelly? Uh, you know what? I have no idea. I went to so many doctors and they kept saying it was something different. And then one day I finally went to like a, this really top specialist and it was, it, everything was gone. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was fine. It took about a year and it was like, I had a reaction and it had to work its way through my body, but I got all these, like, it looked like I had hickeys all up my arms and stuff and there was dots and then there was bumps every, oh, it was, yeah, well, we didn't have me, pictures. Let, like, me, yeah. let me pause you for a second, Kellyanne. Yeah. And let me ask the panel a question. If there's no pain involved or anything like this, would you self-mutilate? Let's start off with Cooper J. Uh, no. Dr. Jose, would you self-mutilate? Uh, <laughs> I think, hell no. Um, <clears throat> I think that, well, put it this way. Why people might do it might be a whole gamut of possibilities, but for me, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I used to smoke cigarettes for years and I didn't realize that I was committing slow suicide. And, and uh, you know, there's much better things to do with my body than to mutilate it. Right, and I'm so not talking about uh, art, artwork like ink, but I'm talking about mutilation. I think it's right. uh, not healthy. Okay, one reason might be to answer your question, my esteemed friend, Dr. Jose. Curiosity, uh, did you ever like, yank something out of your ear or something like a wax thing or something and then you got to look at it you can't just like put not look and put it in a tissue or some shit you got to be like what did it look like you know that ever happened to you i had a doctor pull some weird looking wax out of my ear did but you I look i never tried to do that myself oh yeah it was very interesting yeah 
Like so, you wouldn't think a tube that long could fit in your head, you know? See, this is intriguing to me because I would hack some things off maybe, you know? So <laughs> just to see what's up, you know, because I'm a curious person. and that's got You would only do it one time, though. One time? What do you mean? It wouldn't be there anymore when you're finished. No, but then you could hack other things, right? Oh, of course, yeah. But they grow back or something? Or we no. don't know about that yet. Or we could grow our own. Yeah, I think... Kellyanne, just would, be without it. Kellyanne, would you hack away? I think I would. I think it would be like I could just imagine, you know, cutting my finger and looking at the bone, and yeah, you know what? I think I, I think I probably would experiment on myself. Well, maybe yeah. on others more than myself, but yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. Yes, but I have one more question, um, because I get three questions, right? Well, you get five if you want. I no, mean, this, oh, okay. This show's okay. going into the ground tonight, so you could you you could ask twenty eight questions. Okay, Cooper J. Um, how many emails have you been avoiding answering this week? Um, have I avoided? It's only Monday. Um, I have fifty three thousand unread email messages. Look at that, a hundred percent. 53,000? Okay, no wonder you never got back to me. No, just kidding. <laughs> 17%. The audience 20. score is really that low? Yeah, look at that. Wow. What the fuck? Yeah, a lot of the audience is sickened by this movie, the gratuitous violence. Ugh. And I don't know what the hell this is. This is fucking Sonic the Hedgehog now. I, yeah, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. Did you see that, Sonic? Yeah, it's, it's around in there. It's a brand new organ. Never before seen. We've all felt that the body was empty. Empty of meaning. And we've wanted to confirm that. So that we could fill it with meaning. The world is a much more dangerous place now that... Pain has all but disappeared. Surgery is sex, isn't it? Is it? Mm. You know it is. Surgery is the new sex. I don't like what's happening with the body. In particular, what's happening with my body. Which is why I keep cutting it up. What do you think they'd find inside it? Outer space. Oh. Whoops. Sorry. Let us not be afraid to map the chaos inside. Let us create a map that will guide us into the heart of darkness. So uh, uh, some of the uh, lines in the script kind of make me ill more than the gratuitous <laughs> violence. Uh, let us map the chaos that is inside, you know. All right. So I think you could write a much better script than that, uh, Mr. Cooper J. I mean, it was, a, it was tormenting, some of those words, you know. 
they seem trite to me, but are they employing to alien technology, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they are. What do you think, Dr. Jose? I know some, some freak of nature is going on. I mean, uh, you know, to have 40 years and then to, to make it artwork to cut them off in front of people. I don't know about alien, but it's certainly alien to me. Uh, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd stay away from that kind of stuff. What uh, are we bothering you, Cooper J? Let me ask you a question, brother. Um, what about sexual organs? <laughs> Who is that directed to? Cooper J. What about sexual organs? Right. Like uh, if you should grow more? Well, can you grow more? What happens if you want to cut off the peepee? Uh, they don't really go into that. Ah, I honestly wish the movie was 10 hours long, so I could have saw more of that world, but wow. Mm -hmm. I think they talk about growing more organs rather than growing the one you have more, but uh, that's something that might be interesting. Yeah, could you grow it bigger? (laughs) Could you grow the organ bigger? (laughs) Who knows? I think if they're if what they're doing, they probably could. I think they probably could. Yeah, could have. Should it have been a series like a lot of movies? Huh. Interesting question. Uh, yeah, there's definitely enough there to play with for uh, a couple seasons at least. Do you think maybe this will be turned into a TV series? No, judging by the reviews, it seems like it's not a crowd favorite. All right, let me ask you about your personal life right now. Kellyanne, ask Cooper J something about his personal life. Um, <laughs> what's the next uh, exciting thing that you're going to be doing today? <laughs> what the hell? Is she still in the airport? I was going to give you a week. I was going to give you a week, but no, just today. Uh, today, just uh, probably, uh, I ordered some things from nuts.com. Oh man, that place is a ripoff, dude. It's not a ripoff. I've they been, they uh, charge like three times the price of chocolates. <laughs> well, is that I'm what ex- this is? It's chocolate. Uh, they're monkey crunch or something. Monkey, mon- monkey crunch, munchy ass crunch. It's the most. It's the most addicting shit I've yeah. come across in a minute. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I'll, I'll definitely stay away from it. All right. <laughs> But, you know, personally, and the tie into uh, 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 Shameless Promotions, you just finished a film, didn't you, Cooper J? Yeah. Uh, even What's monsters. the story on that? This may have been your uh, 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 most bone-chilling, um, feverish film to date that, that I've seen. So... Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what kind of response it gets from film submissions uh, when it's released to the world. Do you care what people think about your films? No. Oh, interesting. I'm I'm personally very happy with it. It's way better than anything I ever thought I could have done. So, I hope I hope I mean any 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 uh, acceptance to a film film festival will please me. But at the same time, I do think it's pretty fucking good so i do hope um and think it should should get in get some notice 
When you look at a film like Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future, are there some things that are ingrained in your mind and then the next film you do, you'll, you'll take, a, take a loan from uh, so, something he did, like a technique that he yeah, employed? Yeah, definitely, definitely was inspired by this film and would definitely take a lot into even uh, my next film. Uh, I don't know, just the whole idea of like creating a window into a possible future yeah. was really eye-opening to me of how you can kind of just choose the rules and then create this world and all these different things happening and like just dive into that. This is this right here is some music inspired by the film. By your film? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Anna. Oh, wow. Did I see this? Help me! Get me out! Uh, who's that poor guy? I don't know, his voice sounded familiar. Yeah, he sounds really bad. Sounded like the hard part. The way you use the lighting and the way you use the, the camera angles, I, I would have liked to see you have the budget that Cronenberg had to see what you would have done with it. That, that, oh. that had the same vein to it, the same kind of freakiness to it, you know? Same, brother. Me too. That's the dream. But yeah, he's, I mean, Cronenberg is a huge inspiration for, for me. So I, I would not be surprised if anyone could see some of that in, in, the, wow. in the film. It's there. I don't know who that male actor is, but he needs to be on a treadmill immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you're, you are beautiful. Talk about beauty. Yeah. He needs some body parts cut out immediately. I get yeah. you naked in all my films. I want you to scream. <laughs> but not in my fucking gear. No permanent damage from this film. You do? Uh, no. Okay. okay. She's going to pet me and then she's going to stab me. Yep. I, I don't understand. Right. Want me to yep. Do you want me to pull his head back in this list? Uh, yeah, but yeah, I want it. be gentle because he's angry. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, oh, dude, that was so good. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> the aardvark. <laughs> I love that. Such a diva. Such a diva. Yeah, let's talk about the props we use, diva. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Nobody would. I, I'm a fucking nose to the grindstone actor, man. So don't. Nah, nah, diva. Nah, 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 nah. No diva. Uh, my life could have been snuffed out like that. So diva my ass, boy. All right. So, Dr. Jose, do you have anything to say to our immortal horror auteur, Cooper J? Also, uh, on Instagram as Kid Kid and Nasty. So, check that out. Well, I guess what I'd say is uh, I, I think your, your, your comfort with yourself, the, the idea that, that you do it in a way that you want to appreciate is the best way to get other pe people to appreciate your work. And I think that that's that. I mean, it takes a lot of balls to say oh, I could probably sell this better if I did this that. But I think it should be this way. And uh, assuming that that's what you're doing, I think you've got your 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 trigger pointed in the right direction. Pull it, you know. Thank you, Doc. Yeah, I you got away you, with words. I wish somebody would pull it. All right, let's go to Kellyanne with that question. What do you think, Kellyanne? What was the question? <laughs> it's not even yet today. No, I, you know, actually, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking, well, if the world was like that, where we can grow, um, harvest organs and that, well, why don't people, instead of eating bricks and, and concrete, why wouldn't we just start eating organs? Just growing a bunch of organs and eating cool. that. Sorry, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Well, that's cool. That's a good thought. That's really that's excellent. That is excellent. Uh, There's a lovely Anna. Oh, there's the artwork again, shirtless. Uh, Anya, Anya. Right. Yeah, he gets me naked in every movie. Yeah, it seems to be <laughs> his uh, plan in life is to get me naked. But it's because you have that confidence. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm an exceptional actor. I think you're but beautiful on the screen. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. But uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's lovely always working with you, without a doubt. You know, because you take chances in films, you know, which brings me to the question, is there a line that we should not cross, Cooper J? Is there a uh, line where it's just too fucking much? Uh, oh, not in any film. I think only only in in a human perspective of working with the actors, there could be too much. Yeah, but films are human perspective as well, so I don't understand. If everyone's on board and no one actually gets hurt and psychologically everyone seems pretty on board with the storyline and subject, nah, I say balls to the wall, do it. Really? I agree. What, yeah. what do you think, Kellyanne? No, I completely agree. It just... Uh, um... I like what Dr. Jose said too, is like, you know, just make films that, that, that you appreciate and that you love and that you're proud of and, and keep going forward. Because like, I, I make videos all the time and I, I may put them up for 24 hours and take them down. Like I make videos all the time and I, I don't yeah. do it because I want people to like them. I do it because I like it and I really don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. Well, that's <laughs> why TikTok threw you off after like millions of, uh, of followers <laughs> left out in the cold. You know, yeah, sorry, well, I have to leave now. Okay. They threw me out. But, uh, you know, that dog almost fucking bit me, I'll tell you the truth. So uh, this diva shit, you know. I mean, I still uh, can't believe that Josh's dog, or sorry, Cooper J's dog doesn't uh, like you. Like, you just seem to be it like is, a person is, that dogs like. It is muzzle around my neck. That's just, wow. 
Look at this. Yeah, you must have been like you must have been had steak or something in your hair. Yeah, he's feeding raw meat to the dog. Yeah. She's pretty hardcore. Now she's tough as nails, but she was growing yeah, she up. Grew, she grew up on the streets in New Orleans. Well, yeah, okay. She's beautiful. She loves you though. Yeah, because I saved her. But she mostly likes only women. Isn't that true? Yep. Because she got along okay with Anya. Yeah, no, she doesn't. She she barks at like all men, but women, she yeah. she gets it. She saw my fat ass come in and she said, lunch. So uh, <laughs> Maybe we'll put you in a wig next time. Yeah, I think that... I, I don't think a wig will work. <laughs> no, nah, she could smell... Dogs are much more intelligent than that. <laughs> she can smell the stench moving into the apartment, so... But, uh, you know, Cooper J is doing wonderful work and uh, that, all the film festivals he's attended and everything. And uh, do you think your your next movie, well, could you tell the audience what the name of your next film is going to be? Or is that too much? After Even Monsters Sleep? The name of your next movie. Uh, I don't I don't have a name. I don't even have. Uh, no, no. The movie that you just finished. Oh, Even Monsters Sleep? Even, what is it? Monsters Even. Sleep. Even Monsters Sleep. And why? Why that title? What does it mean? Uh, it it doesn't, uh, it may be hard for some people to figure out. I'm interested to see how people interpret it. But uh, okay. I came up with it because I was thinking uh, the movie inspired by Harvey Weinstein. And I just thought about him like assaulting women during the day. Then he would go home, go to sleep, wake up the sleep next like morning. Baby kind of thing. Go, yeah, go to his yeah. office. Everyone wait on him hand and foot. And it was just the fact that monsters still sleep. Um, they're still human. They're not like up, like always like stalking prey in the middle of the night. They could just be sleeping and hiding in plain sight. Wow. You know, I, I'm going to throw a question at you, Josh. Do you think, so, like, talking about him for an example, um, do you think that people like like that even realize that they're doing something wrong? Like, you know, that Good they're question. just sick and they don't even realize that they're doing anything wrong? Good question. Um, That's I, why they sleep I at night. I would think they're doing, they know they're doing something wrong because I'm sure they hide it in some capacity. But I would think they their egos are too big or they don't just give a shit or they take pleasure out of it. Um, but yeah, I would think they they know that it's got to be wrong on some level. It's weird because when you talk about a, a psychopath, I'm not sure that they they're working from the same set of rules as most people are. That's also true. There might not I, be I, a, yeah, I feel that that they don't feel right. the same way, so it doesn't like you know what I mean. So it isn't like really you know like just so, it, so they don't know the difference. They don't know the difference between right and wrong. Is that what you're? No, I think no. no I they, think they're they, justified they in doing what they're doing through their own set of rules. I think. Wow. Yeah, like like I'm I'm just wondering like if you turned it around and you and you put what they do on someone else, if it would be well, that was no big deal. Like it still wouldn't it wouldn't sink in the same way. <laughs> Paul Nutty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aardvark Nutty. Yeah. But, you know, on the other hand, 
I think a lot of us, I, I should speak myself. Sit there are times when I catch Lila. myself doing You're things be that a movie I would like other people to do, and I justify it for myself. I'm, you know, if you only knew where I was coming from, you'd do it too, kind of stuff. So wow. it's a gray area, you know? Yeah. yeah. I agree. Gee. Talk to me. <laughs> this is your dream, right? Did I make it come true for you? Is it a dream fulfilled? <laughs> Are you coming? <laughs> oh Dean, please. Are you a star? Or are you a victim? Victim Delilah. Which one are you? Is there you, some way to see that movie? Do you think Dr. Jose and Kellyanne could be in a movie one day? Yeah. Is there a certain look you look for in people? Uh, it's it's almost like I look at them and then build the character around where my imagination goes. Interesting. Like mm. the doc mentioned that. I think he said he was in Chile or something. So I'm yeah. almost seeing like, like what what i'm picturing of like a doctor out in like the jungle yeah uh but then i would probably go somewhere very dark or twisted with it <laughs> More like towards Kevorkian. there we go <laughs> but is there a way to see your film um not yet i'm uh starting to submit it to film festivals for 2023 um so we'll definitely keep you all posted on any film festival showing it or anything of the like wow yeah i can't oh. wait to see it oh when is the third film in the series oh trilogy oh this guy knows his stuff um we'll uh we'll see we'll see how the uh, reaction is to this film and then play it by year what do you um, think the reaction's going to be? I don't know. I don't know. I really, I really have no idea because it is it is pretty experimental. Um, yeah. And even when I'm looking at the list of like Tribeca films for this year at the, their film festival, like everything is very clean and professional. And I, with my budget and my current style, that's not really that. So it'll be cool. interesting. Well, why not try for the big fish? Um, yeah, I mean, if I could have five grand to buy a nice camera, I think that would improve the quality. Now, what does it cost to submit to uh, Tribeca? Uh, I mean, the cost I don't think is that much. If you yeah, subscribe well, to Film Freeway, it's, I don't know, maybe $40 or so. Yeah, what was the budget of this film around? Uh, all in all, this film probably cost me like, two grand to make that's all yeah i mean i had the camera i did all the editing myself the just had the guy master the sound did all the audio fixed it up um yeah it was pretty pretty resourceful really the only money was towards like those dangerous props uh the few costumes um the booking some of the the setting areas that's amazing. Good for wow. you. 2000. 
It's amazing. What do you think, Dr. Jose? I think it's amazing what you can do with $2,000. I mean, fucking incredible. To put it this way, you, you know, they're, they're, if you have a good idea and you have a way of trying to express it to other people so they can do what you want on the other end of the camera, you're ahead of the game. And uh, Cooper J, and I think you got that. So, well, it's just it. all the money that you save from doing a lot of shit on your own, right? Like the editing and that, that's time consuming. But yeah, but it's also, the right part for the sound, it's also right? like I taught myself the editing, so it is right. very choppy and that's it fits the story because the story is choppy and going between different worlds and stuff. But to the mainstream audience or something, it's not it's not I don't I don't go approach editing the way someone who's trained to be a professional mm -hmm. editor would. Well, I think you did a fabulous job. I saw of course the full movie and it's just fabulous you know with no training or whatever you know i did the oddwork himself didn't get much training as an actor because he was busy doing other things but uh yeah he turned out okay anyway, so. i mean the film the film would not have not be what it is if it wasn't for the aardvark and animeo the actress i mean they they improved a lot of the scenes and it was just a really beautiful dynamic that turns into a terrifying film. Yeah, I know, I know. And there is such a, a, a line between torture and love. Bring it full circle. That's actually true. That's a, you're very <laughs> true about that. We're, we're going to close in a minute. What do you think about that statement, Kellyanne? Oh, well, I, like I said, very true, very true. I think there is a very fine line between torture and love. Or, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's good. <laughs> That's on my head. That's on my head. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. uh, the final quote of the day. Quote of the day. <laughs> uh, uh, shameless promotions. Dr. Jose, are you going back to the jungles? I, I'm. I'll, I'll be going there eventually, but I'm. I'm. I'm on a hiatus for a while, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to focus more on pleasure and pain than uh, anything else right now. Pleasure and pain. Where I mean, does one begin? And it feels good at first, but if you keep scratching until you hit blood, you went too far. You know, it's like wow, that's freaky shit. Kelly, I just want to go put my hand on the stove right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kellyanne, what do you have in store? Now you're learning to fly planes and this and that, and it's costing you a fortune. To do this, isn't that correct? It, it, it probably will cost. Yeah, it's going to cost a lot of money. It costs like twenty thousand or something. You know, we'll put the number up a, a lot more. It's all sudden, once once it's all said and done, it's going to be probably close to about fifty, seventy thousand. Wow, you get some money from that TikTok, huh? Nice. But <laughs> why? Why do? You, why do you want to fly a plane? Uh, because I was terrified of planes. And, and it just, it's, I love to be walking on a tightrope. I, I, for some reason, um, are you uh, a thrill pain thrill is pleasure to me. And I, and if I'm in, in, if I'm in a lot of fear, it, it keeps me on the straight, I guess, you know, so then I'm not like, you know, fucking up other people's worlds. Well, we just do that. Feeling alive, huh? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's one way of being alive is being afraid. So. All right. Cooper J, if I could get you away from your text messages for a second. Um, what would you like to promote at this time? 
Um, at this point, I would really uh, like to promote uh, the crimes of the future, and I think uh, wow. everyone should go to the movies. It's worth uh, $17 that uh, movie theaters are charging these days. How much is it? The Regal near me was 17 bucks. I don't even know what they cost anymore. I haven't been out of the apartment in three years. All right, so... But it was worth it. It was worth it. I really... It's still still giving me uh, food for thought. You think uh, it's it's in Canada? It I would hope so. It is a Canadian. He, he's native. Canadian because <laughs> he is Canadian. She didn't even know. Yeah. Well, no. You know what? I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna look it up, and I'm gonna go. Probably not this week, but next week. Uh, I'm gonna hit the. I'm gonna go see it in the theater <laughs> by myself, and I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Just a freaking oh, quote. <laughs> I'm gonna have that creepy laugh. <laughs> Back to the octagon. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to thank our special guests, Cooper J. It is wonderful film coming out. High ratings to the new film by Cronenberg, Crimes of the Future. I, would you give it a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten? Yeah, nine to ten out of ten. All right, nine to ten out of ten. So thank you for your review. It could, it may gross out some people, but you know, if you have a, like a nasty little ten-year-old, bring him to the movie. All right, and thank you, Doctor Jose, for coming out of the jungle and into the light. And the light is the Oddvlog interviews each Monday, five thirty to six thirty p.m. Muted is going to be on site, going on. Teddy, do you want to say anything about Muted before we end this show? Teddy? <laughs> All right. So this is going to be a digital series. The Aardvark himself is going to be in this because he believes in this project. So um, we're doing that. We're filming that as we go. Uh, and some sensational acting. Not just me, which, you know, you take for granted. But there are other very good actors out there in it. Um, I'd like to thank everybody. What's the name of the production company? Hello, hooray. What's the name of the teledrama? Uh, muted. Okay. I'd like to thank everybody. Thank you, Teddy, who's kind of here today, but, you know, what can I say? I can't yell at the guy because he does everything. He brings up these videos and everything. Could I do that? No. No, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. All right. So thank you, everyone. And I'm going to cut, start cutting off some organs now. Thank you. I'm going to eat them. <laughs> Sweet. Boy, he couldn't wait to get the hell out of here. <laughs> this was like he pulling teeth. He needs to catch up with. on his 5,000 emails. Give the guy a break. Oh, he hates coming here. Yeah. Let's all keep our heads on, and we'll see you next time. Is the head yeah, an yeah. organ? <laughs> we need that one. Not unless we get a robot, though. Okay, I think we can just leave, because usually that's what Teddy lets us do. Is just Oh, uh, yeah. Is that how it works now? I don't know. I guess so. Love you, Teddy. Bye. And bring some extra ears when you go see that movie so you can throw them around. I'm actually excited. I can't wait to go see it. <laughs> wow. You're such a, like, wow. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Bye. Thank you, Kelly. She's so hot.